Your transformation starts right here today with this episode and I am just so damn happy to bring you yet another glorious episode. How are you all doing out there? It's mid-December 2020 if anyone's listening in real time. Um, Yeah, who knows what the hell's going on and I think that's fine. Hopefully you are all flowing through life just like I am right now, um, opening yourself up for opportunities of joy and peace to filter your mind and quieten it down during these really crazy times. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be starting most podcast episodes with this kind of little, a little uh, bit from me, just reminding you that, yeah, things might be going a bit mental outside in the outside world in the news in the headlines in the statistics in the whatever um but you i mean even just pressing play today you've given yourself this chance to just listen to something different <laughs> listen to something that isn't worry and another conversation about not knowing what the hell's going on or vaccines or whatever obviously this is mid november 2020 anyone that's listening at a different time in life Um, And we're still amongst the craziness that is the pandemic and we're heading towards Christmas and there's going to be a lot of unknown and a lot of instability and a lot of craziness and just just all this mayhem in the outside world. So guys, if you are listening right now, just breathe in, breathe out. That alone was a beautiful moment in time just for you. (laughs) Um, And just give yourselves the opportunity to stay as calm and go with the flow as possible. I keep saying this to clients and, and trying to remind myself as well. Just turn yourself into a little cork and ride the wave. I'll I'll never forget, I went on this, I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but (laughs) I went on a flight from Jersey to Heathrow, or it must have been Gatwick actually, because there's no flights to Heathrow, years ago, Um, and it was the worst takeoff of my life, it was so awful, I genuinely thought we were going to crash, like, before we took off, the lightning was striking the ground um, outside the window, so I was like, well, this is going to be fun, isn't it? Um, And I'm not the most confident flyer, I think the older I get, um, the worse it it gets. (laughs) So this was a pretty hairy-ass flight, I was on my own, and I was travelling, I was actually on my way to Mongolia, this is, oh my god, this has gone off on one already, there's nothing to do with today's episode either, but years ago I was a DJ, and I was DJing for Ministry of Sound, and I had to fly to Gatwick, then get a lift to Heathrow, then fly from Heathrow to Germany, then fly from Germany to Mongolia, so it was a long journey, Uh, so I had a little pillow with me to kind of take with me on this fucking ridiculous crazy commute that I was doing anyway so on this flight on this takeoff I just had my head buried in my uh, pillow which obviously made everything feel 10 times worse because once one of your sensory things is taken away the rest like the the feeling gets worse if you take away your eyes you feel things more and hear things more whatever so this takeoff I literally thought this was going to be the end I was like, we're going down, we're going down, we're going down, we're going down. It was the bumpiest, most horrendous, like, it was probably only about a minute, but it felt like 20 minutes. I was sweating, I was crying. It was horrible. But I'm going to come to the point here. The pilot 
like jolly old pilot because it's their jobs and they do this how many ever times a year or whatever. He just said, guys, yeah, it's a little bit bumpy takeoff, but these aeroplanes are built for this kind of thing. They're like corks. They're like corks on water. They just ride, ride the turbulence, la 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 la. And I've never forgotten that. And it's, I guess that is what they're made like. There's aerodynamics involved when you design an aeroplane. They're, they're made to ride the waves and it's air pockets, isn't it? Turbulence. It's not like bricks. <laughs> so they ride the wave. And that analogy is stuck with me. Um, and I guess you can sort of metaphorically put it down to the kind of situations and circumstances that life throws you. It's like if you try and resist and try and force your way through things, it's tougher, it's harder, it's not going to be as easy if, as lo- if you don't just ride the wave. So pop yourself in a cork, turn yourself into a cork and bob along. It's all we can do right now and it's all we can ever really do. Uh, so if you're feeling stress, pressure, worry, anxiety, fear, the unknown, negativity, all of this kind of resistance and heavy weight and like just wishing things could be different and, you know, it's all out of our hands right now. I guess the one of the simpler ways to try and attack life <laughs> is to just... Plonk yourself in a cork and ride the wave. Highs, lows, ups and downs, the rest of it. <sighs> and, you know, try and bob along as much as we can. So, I mean, this has nothing to do with today's episode. I wanted to bring you a little mini-series um, in my podcast. Just all about different people who've walked different roads of life, um, but have put themselves to the test and given themselves little challenges, little personal promises, little personal challenges. Um, and through these challenges, um, have discovered the absolute benefits of, you know, going through something that might have been a bit challenging, a bit tough at times and mentally, you know, on top and or physically, um, but but stuck to it and discovered after going through it and through the process and the end of it just how life-changing it is just how beneficial it is how freaking amazing they feel once they have given themselves this absolute moment in their lives to stay true to themselves to show up for themselves to become like a whole new person because of this little challenge um and so I'm going to speak I'm speaking to a couple of different people who are going to give their accounts for you just as a bit of inspiration and a bit of motivation and a bit of like oh these are normal people these are people who've just decided they're going to do something it's going to change their wellness it's going to change their body their mindset and um and just show that you know normal people can do it people who have jobs people who have kids can change their lives just by setting themselves little personal promises and challenges and seeing it through ha 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 it's basically my whole message my whole ethos what I offer is you know just a space where you can actually do this for yourself you can show up for yourself in whatever capacity it is whether it's a seven day promise or a 30 day um and I speak to people who have chosen different time frames and different for different reasons and different challenges so today's guest is a lady called Stacey Baxter who you might know she's she lives in Jersey she's not from Jersey um but she lives here now she's lived here for a long time um and she's just a normal girl um 
as of the time I was speaking to her early on in the year, she was employed in finance and had a job and did a little bit of yoga on the side. And our discussion goes all into how she basically got into well-being and into yoga instructing and how when she did a challenge, which was a competition actually, and I gather it was a 12-week competition that was set up by another company in Jersey, um, all about wellness and fitness and a little bit of weight loss and just health um, and well-being and all that good stuff, how this challenge completely changed her life. And as of now, in December, she has actually taken uh, redundancy, is leaving the financial world and is starting up. Well, she's already got her own yoga company, but is going full time yoga, which is just a dream come true in my ears, because anyone that can follow their heart for the betterment of their own well-being and joy and love is literally winning in life. Uh, it just feels so good to hear this. So today's episode, I'm not going to jibber jabber anymore. This is a 10 minute intro. Oh my God. Let's get into the episode. I'm going to welcome you the gorgeous Stacey Baxter, and I hope you really enjoy our chat that we had earlier this year. Love, hands. Hi, I'm Hannah Jakes and your transformation starts here with this podcast. Over the last 11 years as a personal trainer, I have helped hundreds of men and women inspire themselves and hit their personal best within the fitness world. But since becoming a mindset mentor, it has become profoundly clear that all journeys of self-development, be it fitness, body shape, confidence, self-acceptance and living a life free from negative emotional baggage starts from within. If you claim to have tried everything, the new exercise plan, the new diet, the latest phone apps and gadgets, but you're still frustrated because you still aren't living within the results you desire, this podcast will open you up to a whole new way of thinking. And it is within these thoughts where the journey really begins. I'm so glad you're here. Stay tuned. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Your Transformation Starts Here podcast and today I have a lovely special guest here to tell us all about her yoga journey and how it's really helped her mindset, her mental health and how she loves to now teach others, inspire them, help them through you know dark times maybe in their lives with emotional freedom yoga and my guest today is the gorgeous Stacey Baxter so welcome Stacey how are you today? Good morning I'm feeling great on this beautiful Saturday the sun is shining so couldn't be better thank you and you? Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I had a good night's sleep last night, uh, which is great with two very young children. Hurrah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the sun is out, which makes it all the better today. It's just stunning. Um, so I basically give a very, very brief introduction to who you are. Um, but if you could maybe just tell everybody listening a little bit more, maybe about... Um, I mean, obviously you're a yoga instructor now, but maybe the beginning of how you got into yoga, how it's impacted your life and up to present day. 
if you if you can <laughs> sure um so um just a brief bit of background um so I'm not actually from Jersey I'm from Newcastle but lacking the Geordie accent now <laughs> but I've been here for um for 15 years and um it was probably my early 20s when I started taking fitness a little bit more seriously and as part of that I started to go to yoga classes um, but it's more so over the last four years, um, so late 20s to early 30s, where I've taken it more seriously, because rather than it just being seen as a physical exercise, I got such an emotional release from it. And yeah, so it just it was very on and off, probably for the first, I don't know, seven or eight years and then the last four years more deeply so I also work full-time in finance so I can appreciate those work stresses work pressures so yoga was that great release for me I am um, from a stressful day at the office um, and just coming into one with yourself and having that mindfulness release and then um, uh, how many years ago now so five years ago um, I went um, traveling for six months and as part of those travels, I went to Bali for a month and I was traveling with my younger brother and a group of his friends were with us in Bali. And I love them all dearly. But being with a group of 21 year olds um, when I was 27, 28, I needed a serious break from them. Like I love them, but I need wow. a break. So I <laughs> went to my first yoga retreat. And that was one of the main points where I was like, oh, this is really good for the soul. So I went off on my own for four days and we did um, yoga twice a day and had a massage every day. It was just the ah. best release. <laughs> but the best part of it, and this is going to sound terrible, is apart from speaking to the yoga teacher and if I needed to say order food, I didn't speak to anyone for four days and mm. just really got my head down and practiced yoga. So that was the first point when it was like right this is so good for you so then I started bringing it into my exercise um, on a more frequent basis and then um, a couple of years ago so I um, I won a fitness competition um, and that was taking me back to Bali and we did on top of the kind of the fitness exercises we did yoga every day as well and the yoga teacher I had there was just such a beautiful soul. And I was going through a really tough time in my life at that point as well. I was in a real dark stage of anxiety and depression. And it really gave me that emotional release again. And I just thought, I really want to be able to make others feel this way. If it can help me get through something so dark, then if I can give that to someone else and share my passion, then I'd love to so it was about a year after that um, retreat that I then went and did my teacher training so there's been so many different events that have drawn me back to yoga and it's just mm. it's just so good for you both mentally and physically obviously I'm biased as I'm a yoga teacher but it it is it's just such a good emotional release it's almost like therapy with movement completely no I mean you are not the first person I've spoken to that has included yoga into their day and it's such a mindfulness practice and it is so true and it's I don't know the history I'm sure you know way way more about it than me but it's got to be one of the first kind of 
things that we did as human beings maybe to just reconnect with ourselves I know that is it Buddhists do it as well like it's very much so many different cultures I mean it's Buddhist it's Hinduism um Mm. I mean on a history front I think it's maybe 200 BC it's oh no maybe not wow I know it might be yeah 200 (laughs) BC yeah so it's been around for a very 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 long time Mm. it's just changed with more modern times that's all amazing so what spoke to you you said when you first started your fitness journey what led you towards yoga to start with because I'm sure there's loads of people out there that are like oh I need to get on the cross trainer and I'll lose weight or or maybe I'll start this and this and like there's nothing wrong with anyone's methods but what was it that about the yoga you know in your early 20s that sort of led you there or did you just think I want to try that I just literally tried it as part of my membership and fell in love with it and um, so I think like the first yoga class I tried was a mix of yoga and Pilates I think it was called yoga Lattes. yeah um, oh yeah <laughs> but, but then from there I kind of went off and found different types of yoga whether it's yin where it's much more slower and relaxing or your vinyasa flow where you've still got that energetic piece and personally mm. for me with with yoga it's the only time that I seem to switch off from my my brain um completely meditation is great exercise is great um so doing a, a really energetic fitness class is fantastic but for some reason for me with yoga it's just a full hour of I have other than focusing on my movement and my breath my mind doesn't wander it just it's mm. a really good switch off method for me and I, I needed suppose, that yeah. in my mm. early 20s I mean it got to, so there's the first kind of stage was when I early 20s partied way too much and realized that I needed to give my body a little bit more love and my mind as my mental health was suffering so yoga gave that and exercise for life so Stacey this um this uh fitness challenge uh thing that you won Let's go into that because I want to express to people I'm doing a mini series on my podcast about how a 30 day challenge in whatever it could be. I've got an amazing girl called Jo Febrash, Sober Jo coming on. She's going to explain how she went sober for October, which was a 30 day challenge. And it's like completely impacted her life. I've got other people that have done other 30 day challenges that have just completely reshaped their whole way of living, basically. Um, So did you do something similar to that? Yes. So um, the challenge that I won was a little bit longer than 30 days. It was 90 days. So it was a 12 week challenge. And we so it was based on um, your exercise. It was based on how much water intake you had. Um, We logged off food. So it wasn't just based on fitness. It was overall. Mm -hmm. And it was also um, well-being. So what if you've done that's non-fitness based? Have you done any yoga? Have you gone out walking? So it was a whole range of different activities. And every week we had to record what we'd done. And it was a bit of a point system. Um, we'd send that in. And so it's, it's keeping you focused. Um, it's keeping you committed. Um, so at the end of the 12 weeks, you know, they looked at everything. Um, some people un- unfortunately fall off after 30 days because it, 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 it is a mm. longer time scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it's it's I, I believe like is it is it a month to three months is when you if you can stick to that time period is when you can fully incorporate that that habit into your lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, 
so I did the the 12 weeks I'm not gonna lie it was tough it was 12 weeks um but I got through it um it really really changed my lifestyle around you know understanding um kind of the healthier eating habits incorporating exercise into my lifestyle I was exercising three to four times a week and also bringing in the yoga as well and I seen not only a huge shift in um, my physical appearance but also mentally um, you know I felt my anxiety lifted um, because I've I've always suffered quite severely with anxiety Um, but I've never really taken any medication for it. It was just at that point, it was like, no, focus on exercise. Um, the anxiety lifted, my overall mood was just better. Um, and I, you know, exercise in itself increases your, your endorphins. So, so to bring that in, you just feel a massive lift in your mood too. So um, I did that for 12 weeks and luckily, um, and I was really shocked at the end of it that I won, um, (laughs) that I got um, a paid trip to Bali um, for a week retreat um, with my (sighs) flights included. So that was, I think I won that back in October 2017 and I went to Bali in the June 2018 and it was just incredible. Yeah. So that challenge in itself led you to Bali, back to Bali and yes. another spiritual experience. Yep. And it's led you to now becoming a teacher because yes. you're like, this is the, this is my jam. I need to spread the word. Like we all find roles in our lives and sort of moments of clarity. And it's like, huh, this is actually insane to teach yeah. it was a hard um, moment. Definitely. It was love just those moments. Yeah, it was, it was just like, oh, this is what I should be doing. Like, I love what the the yoga teacher that was teaching me, Marta, she's just incredible. And I was like, I want to be like you. I want to do what you do and how you make people feel. And it was then, it was, I remember just like, because with yoga for me, when you're in Shavasana, so for those people that don't know, Shavasana is the end when you lay down and you lay down for a couple of minutes and completely switch off. It's almost like semi-meditation for me that brings a lot of emotion to the service and I remember one of the classes she took I got super emotional I was teary but it was a good it was a good release and it was that that was my aha moment going I want to I don't want to make people cry don't get me wrong I just want to be able to offer people that safe and secure environment where if they need to bring things to the surface if they need to bring that emotional release into the class then they can there's nothing wrong with crying it out though even if no. it's you know sadness or joy or release or fear whatever like to have that safe space is sacred no matter where it is um so yeah I, I totally get that um I've that's yeah. that's the bit I sort of when I've done that I, I mean I need to do I want to do more yoga as well in my life but I find that I get really shaky at that point at the end of the class sort of a bit like oh like my body just kind of reacts in a kind of shaky way and then I've cried as well many times so phys- that, physically yeah. shaking at the end of the class yeah. from from the exercise or more from an emotional just, piece I think just you know just when you sort of uncontrollably shake it's almost like a shivering but you're not because you're warm it's weird but I guess it's I just probably hold quite a lot of energy within my body I'm a bundle of energy 
Um, so yeah so maybe that time I actually have to lie down it's kind of just releases <laughs> out of me yeah. all your emotions yeah. are releasing out oh, of your body yeah. as long as you still feel good afterwards and that's oh, the no, main definitely. thing <laughs> so um so during that 12 weeks obviously you mentioned there was highs and lows and moments and I've, I talk about this on an episode of of my podcast where it's there's a bit of the journey where you start at one point then you go up and up and up and you're like this is freaking brilliant this is amazing my life is changing and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god this is hard I'm not seeing the differences this is a struggle I'm having to wake up early and ah like and at that point that's the moment where most people sort of go screw this I'm going back to where I was in my comfort zone you know at the end of two weeks four weeks whatever so what kind of led you did the accountability side of the challenge help you along massively yeah. um so it was almost like having a competition with myself I didn't mm. I didn't really worry about the other people that were taking part of it it was more I've set this challenge for myself and I can be quite strong-minded like that it's almost like I I've got to do this to prove to myself because that's yeah. the main thing I think with anything that you do think about it for what you're doing for yourself rather than for other people you know, if it's going to make you feel good, then try and stick to it, try and be accountable, you know, um, but ride through the emotions, like we're all human, we have times where we go, like you say, I'm not seeing the results, what's the point, just push through it, because you will see the results, you've just got to be patient, you know, you can't after two weeks go, why haven't I lost a couple of stone, or why, why aren't I happy mm. and stuff, you know, it takes time, it takes patience, and listen to your body as well, you know, like you'll feel the difference like I think it's so hard to just on a on, personally for me is to look at the scales constantly and go oh but I, the scales haven't moved or the scales have gone up well I'm not obviously failing no that's not the case how do you mm -hmm. feel in your body if you feel better in your body and in yourself then it's clearly working exactly and that, that moment those did you have any moments of like where you were so close teetering to just saying right screw it it's the weekend oh yeah I'm 100%. Like, like what what went through your mind like what was what managed to keep you pushing through was there any like tactics or what did, did you take yourself away or just grit your teeth I, like what what happened there I think you need to just be easy on yourself and not have like give yourself pressure like there was so many times where I was like oh I just want to have a takeaway and a drink so I did I did okay. and I still yeah. recorded it I still recorded it on my sheet and said you know perhaps on a Saturday night I've gone over my calorie intake and I've allowed myself to have a Chinese takeout or something but the rest of the week I was good so it's that balance you know mm. don't don't be hard on yourself like I, I just tried to like like I say listen to my body and go right if you start telling yourself you can't have like the odd treat you're going to stress yourself out and you're going to find this much harder so I kind of went down the route of right try and be good majority of the time mm -hmm. but maybe once a week have a treat you know you've worked hard so pat yourself on the back and give yourself a little treat and that's where yeah. I found like I think like the first couple of weeks I went in really hard and it was like super strict like I can't have any treats. I need to be super healthy. I need to exercise all the time. But then that's where I hit the point and I was like, oh no, but I just, I want to have these treats. I just want to relax. And it needed to balance out after that. So, and even yeah, was, with that, yeah, like even with having the odd treat, you still won. 
the competition yeah like, and that's it the just thing goes to show yeah exactly exactly you know you know it's 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 work and play isn't it it's the balance you know you're going to work hard yes I'm not saying treat yourself every day as that's going to probably counteract what you're doing but if once a week you go do you know what I'm going to let my hair down I'm maybe going to have a couple of drinks and have a bit of naughty mm-hmm. food okay it takes the pressure off you don't feel come a Monday that you've just been strict constantly and you're starting to feel a bit fed up because especially if all your friends around you are perhaps like treating themselves or doing all these other things whilst you're going, Mm -hmm. oh no, I can't do that because I'm on a strict diet or I can't do that because I've got to get up and exercise in the morning. Yeah. Balance, all about balance. It's all about balance. And I think yoga is about balance too, right? (laughs) On the one leg. Oh, 100%. Tree pose, am I saying? (laughs) Can I just say though, please don't worry. If you you feel like you're going to go to a yoga class and the fear of, oh God, I'm going to balance, I'm going to fall over yoga teachers fall over too you see all those videos on social media and fair play to the teachers out there and and people who practice yoga who are like absolutely bossing it who can do these amazing flexible strong balancing poses but that's not realistic for everyone so don't feel intimidated that you're going to have to do that I mean I, I taught on Thursday and I came out of my balance and fell a little bit it happens so yeah don't don't worry if you can't balance don't worry oh hey i'm just popping in super quickly to let you know all about a brand new online offering that i'm starting really soon called positivity hour so this is a 60 minute online session basically designed to relieve stress worry anxiety and that negative thought spiral that we all might be heading towards and completely reframe and allow yourself 60 minutes of self-care for the mind to just take your thinking brain and turn it off and release all that negative stuff. And basically you will leave feeling refreshed and reframed and hopefully a little bit more high vibe for the rest of the day. So if you want to come along, same as always, go into my show notes and you can come along and your first session is only five pounds whenever you want to come and join us. Also, If you've been inspired by Stacey's story and want to join in with a program where you can set yourself 30 day challenges, 12 week challenges, whatever kind of thing calls to you, my whole year program, Goals in Gear for a Year 2021 has been extended and it is still open to join. And this is basically a space where you can set yourself your own personal promises just like Stacey has and all my other guests and you can show up for yourself and see and reap the benefits and the mental rewards and all of those glorious side effects that come to you whenever you show up to something and stick to something. And not only that, within Goals in Gear for a whole year, you get coaching and you get to come to Positivity Hour for free for the whole year. So if you want to know more, send me a message, find me on Instagram, send me a DM or click the link in the show notes and you can come directly to my email and I will speak to you there. Cool. Love, hand. this is so fantastic so let's hear a little bit more about your your brand of yoga i please let me know the name of it again i don't want to screw that up mul (laughs) it's muladhara so muladhara muladhara yes so muladhara is the um sanskrit word for the um root chakra 
So um, if, if for anyone that doesn't really know what the um, chakras are, so these are the seven energy points in the body. And the root chakra is right at the base of the body. And this is where you have, um, when your energy is balanced, is your feeling of being um, secure and safe, feeling grounded. So for me, that just really hit home on how yoga makes me feel. And that's how I want my students to feel. You know, I want them to feel they're coming to a safe environment where they can completely be themselves and not have to worry whether it's expressing themselves emotionally, physically, you know, that that's what I want to represent as a brand. That's great. Yeah, I love that. I, I, I'm so I don't really know much about the seven chakras. I do I do a lot of meditation myself, but I, I haven't gone too far into the the chakra work. Um, yeah, it's something I definitely want to explore more of um, when I find more time in my life <laughs> that isn't run by kids. Um, but I, I'm definitely due to come to one of your classes. So where do you teach? Um, just to let anyone know if they want to book in. So um, I teach my own branded classes um, at Common Ground Coffee Shop in St. Brelot. So I teach a Hatha class on a Tuesday night um power yoga on a wednesday and on a thursday i teach vinyasa um so anyone can go um to my website and book online or they can contact me direct to book and on a sunday i also teach starting from tomorrow um at crossfit which is open to non-members as well in the morning but that's more of a, a yin a restorative class and um hopefully It'll be transformed together fitness on a Sunday afternoon as well, but that's just open for members. Mm. So that's the two gyms as well. Wow. Well, I'll put the links in the show notes of this episode. Um, and Thank everyone you. go book so that Stacey can leave finance and be full-time <laughs> yogi, please, because I feel like this is a gift that shouldn't be in an office all oh, day. That would day. be the dream. That would be the dream. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> So I have a couple of questions to ask you as well. Just um, just like a quick one. What is your favorite go-to thing to instantly sort of switch if you feel like you're having a shit old day or in a mood or whatever to instantly just make you feel better? Well, obviously practicing yoga helps, but my go-to, which really helps me switching switch off, is having a hot shower and singing in the shower. I'm not going to lie. I have my own little karaoke yeah. moment in the shower. <laughs> That's probably sing, singing in the shower and yoga are probably the only two times where I can actually switch off from my own brain. Because I'm, I'm also a pathological overthinker, so it's very difficult for me to switch off sometimes. Um, mm. So, yeah, singing in the shower, best thing ever. Okay, let's try and see <laughs> if we can combine these classes, these two things together, right? <laughs> singing Karaoke, yoga shower yoga that could be an online special right there <laughs> I think it'd scare quite a lot of people off <laughs> but yeah definitely singing yeah. in the shower helps me switch off insane in, all right but in terms love, of like a self-care piece um I know there's quite a few things you know um I've like so I'm I don't have children, so I suppose I have time in that respect. Whilst I've got my dog and I take her out walking, I'm a bit more flexible on the time front. So now I've tried to introduce that when I'm on my rest days from the gym, I will still get up at the same time at half six in the morning, 
but I'll have a cup of tea in bed and read. And for me, that's super chill switch off time. But mm. I appreciate those with young young families <laughs> might not have that luxury. But um, yeah. even if the kids are in bed and just, just savouring that cup of tea or whatever drink you like, just for 10 minutes without any interruption, no TV, nothing, that for me is just super calming. Mm. Yeah. I mean, any time in bed is good. <laughs> yeah, sure. Definitely. But yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Read, reading in bed is definitely one for me as well. And excuse me, in the morning. Love that. So um, just to finish off, really, I always ask my guests this question and it's quite prolific, I suppose. If I was to give you a megaphone and you were to blast a message for 10 million people ready and waiting to hear what you have to say, what would your message be? Um, I suppose this is a message I promote quite a lot. Um, so listen to your body, love your body. Gorgeous. That's it. Dead it simple. is what it says on the tin, babes, because, yeah, <laughs> treat your yeah. bodies well, right? Yeah. And don't compare. Don't compare to others. Like, I think that we all are so beautiful in our own individual way. Sorry if you heard my, my dog snoring there. <laughs> we all have be- <laughs> She's always snoring in the background. <laughs> we all have individual bodies. We all have a different story to tell from our bodies. So I, I always try, say in my class as well, you know, don't don't compare yourself to your neighbor. Don't compare yourself to me. Listen to your body and do what feels good to you. Don't don't over push. Your, don't don't push yourself. And, you know, appreciate your body for what it is. Appreciate your body for its own journey. Like, I think that's so important. Just love your body as it's yours. You only get one. Amen. That's perfect. Thank you so, so much for sharing your message, sharing your story. Um, I am going to be continuing this series of how a mini challenge, be it 30 days, 90 days, can seriously impact the rest of your life. Um, And we've all just heard how that has happened for Stacey. So thank you, Stacey, very much. Thank you for Um, having me. And I'll share all of your links in the show notes so people can contact you, find you, Instagram, email, the works. Um, and I'll be seeing you in one of your classes really, really, really soon. I promise. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Speak to you later. Thank you. Bye. Oh, hey, you. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of this amazing episode. If you feel like you want to give it a share or a cheeky five star review on Apple Podcasts, please, please do. And don't forget, If you're ready to leave the thinking brain behind you for 60 minutes and join me online for 60 minutes of positivity reframing, go to the show notes and I'll see you online. I can't wait. Love, Han.